Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to season two of Believe Like a Boss. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be back. I say that like I have a, I'm actually like back somewhere, like I've left a building and I went on vacation and I'm back at the building, but I'm really just still back in my office, just recording the podcast again. But it really kind of does feel like I took a little baby summer break. It's nice. You know, when you miss a, a show, they go off for of the air for a season. They're like, oh, this is the end of the season. And you're so sad because the season ends and every Wednesday night is now open again. You're like, what am I going to do with my life on Wednesday nights? That's how I feel coming back to the podcast. So welcome back. Hey, if you're new here, welcome. Welcome. My name is Nandi. Rhymes with Gandhi. And I am the host of this podcast, this party, Believe Like a Boss. I thought about going back and redoing the intro. I thought about going back and... You know, maybe I need to revitalize what I say in the beginning. Maybe I need to change up the music. But y'all, I really do feel very still connected to everything that I say in that intro, right? Life of Thrive. That is what we are here for. So welcome to season two, y'all. I have been really taking this time. I did not plan out the gap between season one and season two of the podcast. I didn't know how long I was going to be gone for. I didn't know how much time I was going to need to just come home to myself. But what did I? what I ended up doing during that time was really trying to be thoughtful with it. I'm taking a break. What am I going to do with this break? How is season two going to be different than season one? How am I going to help myself? How is this going to up level someone's life? Do I leave it? Do I even have anything else to say? Right? So I I came back to that. Also wanted to really do a check-in because when I left, so when I ended season one, big transition happening in my life. I recently left my job in education. I have gone to work for WW. I'm now a national wellness coach. I'm expanding my own business. I'm working on some projects in the background. So really trying to understand what my life looks like in this next season, taking some inventory and giving myself the space and the grace to do that, reminding myself throughout this entire time, and I have to continually do this. This is ongoing for me, reminding myself that it's not a race that the only person I'm racing against is myself, that I'm not in a hurry, and that I'm not behind. That's really, I think, been really important for me during this hiatus, during this break, during this, you know, in between, between season one and season two. So I'm coming back to y'all feeling refreshed. Tyler and I, uh, (laughs) everyone keeps asking us, when's your date? We don't know. We don't know when we're getting married. Don't ask us. We have no idea. But Uh, We just celebrated one year in our home, which is really exciting that we have been in our single family home for a year now. It is still not fully, you know, fully furnished to what we would like it to be with, you know, painting the walls and all that stuff. But we are we're getting the hang of it. We're starting to garden. I'm gardening in the backyard now. So come follow me on Instagram if you want to see that garden. I've been Showing friends our salsa garden, we have baby greens, we're planting pumpkins, we're doing all sorts of stuff. So that's what I've been doing in the in-between. I hope that y'all are doing well. If you're not hanging out with me on social media already, come hang out with me. If social media is your thing, it's not for my fiancé. For Tyler, he does not have any social media. It's LinkedIn for him, and that's it. If you are on the socials, though, come hang out with me on Instagram. Come see my garden. Come hang out. All right, my friends, we are kicking off season two 
with what I've been like uh, talking about social media, sprinkling this in social media, it's called comfortable discomfort. That's the phrasing that I like to use. But what we're talking about is Nandi. Why is it that I keep doing the things I know that I don't want to do? And opposite of that, why is it that I'm not doing the things that I want to do? Help. (laughs) It's an ongoing thing. And so the way that I have phrased this is comfortable discomfort. I did a whole video on this on Instagram. So if you really enjoy today's topic, go follow me at nandi.camille. And you can go into my videos and watch it there just to give you a little bit more backing on it. But I'm going to start with this comfortable discomfort. Again, we're talking about I'm that person. You're maybe that person that I'm not making the changes I know I want to make. And so the beautiful example that I've been using to illustrate this is what I call the work example. And so maybe you're this friend and or you know somebody and you keep going to this job day in and day out. I keep going to this job. I keep going to this job. And I don't really like my job. I don't like my job. I kind of hate it. But I'm also not doing anything to change anything about it. So I'm going to this job that I don't like. Sally talks to me sideways. Sorry if your name is Sally. It's just a name I've been using. Sally talks to me sideways. She's rude to me. My boss is disrespectful. The whole organization is very disorganized. And I I basically hate my life, but it pays my bills and I go. And so again, maybe you're this person or you know somebody that is this person. You keep going to this job and going to this job and Sally's still talking to you sideways. Your boss is still rude. The organization is still disorganized. Why does this friend keep doing this? Because they're in comfortable discomfort. They know what to expect when they go to work. I know when to get to work. I know when my lunch break is. I know when to leave. Even though Sally talks to me sideways, I know how to avoid her or I know what to say to her in order to get her to stop talking. Even though my boss is rude, I I understand their personality. And so they're rude, but I get it. I know how they show up every day. I know what the meeting is like. I know what to anticipate. That for my brain is comfort. Even though I'm frustrated with the way people are showing up, I can anticipate my day-to-day. And so that gives me a level of comfort. It gives me a level of what we would call control because I know what to anticipate. I know what to expect. Right? The brain is saying it would be more uncomfortable. What would I need to do in order to get out of this situation? I might have to look for jobs. Or if you're an entrepreneur, I might have to actually take action on this, this side hustle business of mine. Right? And so I'm going to go the job route, though. Maybe you have to apply to different jobs. So you have to do a job search and find jobs that are maybe within your area, have a, the right amount of pay, right amount of hours, whatever it is for you that match up. So first you have to do that. Then maybe you have to update your resume and you have to update your cover letter in order to be, you know, in or- if I'm going to spend the time applying to these jobs, I'm going to make sure that I'm a valid candidate, that they actually look at me. So I'm going to update my cover letter as well. And On top of that, I then have to cross my fingers and hope that they then reach out to me. So then doing an interview and then at the end of all that, I don't even know if this is really going to end up the way I want it to because I was really excited about the job that I'm in right now. And here I am, you know, two years later, Sally's talking to me sideways and this is a hot mess. So the brain says in that example, it would be more uncomfortable to write the cover letter. It would be more uncomfortable to do all that work. It would be more uncomfortable to go through all that and then not have the guarantee that it's going to be a better position in a better area, better culture. The brain says that would be more uncomfortable. So I would rather stay in my comfortable discomfort where I know what to expect than go and apply for those jobs. For the friend that this is uh, your business, And y'all, I say this 
<laughs> and I feel like I can speak on it so well because I've been through it too. I'm not Jesus. I'm a coach, not Jesus. I'm a human. And I go through all of these things as well. And so when I'm looking at my business and I'm wanting to up level, y'all are going to hear me say it again and again, the definition of insanity, this is attributed to Einstein, though we don't know who actually said it. It's attributed to him. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again, expecting a different result. And so for me, when I was looking at me and my business and wanting to up level and wanting to expand, a lot of my brain's ideas was a lot of the same thing. Get on your stories and do this and post this way. And I had that check-in for myself. Nandi, are you in comfortable discomfort? Even though, you know, you're, you're making enough. You're making enough to get by. You're making enough to feel good about your business and do the same things. The brain says it would be more uncomfortable to create the course or to create that low ticket offer, to write that ebook or to create that ad on Facebook. The brain says, I've never done that before. No, thank you. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and hope that I get a different result. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And so it's a really great check-in for ourselves. So for those of you who are now listening, you're like, okay, I, I notice for myself, I'm in this zone of comfortable discomfort, whether it's in my job or maybe it's in the area of money. I keep wanting to make more money in my business, but I'm not actually you know, rolling anything new out. I haven't actually done any new events. I'm not actually interacting in Facebook groups or on social media in a different or new way. I'm doing the same things I've always been doing. First and foremost, I really want to applaud you for having that mindfulness. That's it. And so as you're coming in, if you're new to this podcast, I'm going to invite you to go back and listen to all the previous ones, of course. But quick definition of mindfulness is going to be awareness without judgment. So first and foremost, I'm a mindfulness-based life coach. And so that's the perspective I'm going to, that's the lens at which I'm going to have you all looked at this through. Look at your brain. What are you noticing about yourself when it comes to comfortable discomfort? Are you noticing that for yourself that you are, you're comfortable and you want this different result and you're like, Nadia, I keep not making this, this other, this change because the brain says, I don't want to get on Instagram live. That's too uncomfortable. I don't want to write a sales email. That's too uncomfortable. I don't want to apply for a different job. That's too uncomfortable. I don't want to have this conversation with my partner. That would be too uncomfortable. I'd rather deal with the way that they're, they're acting comfortable discomfort than have this conversation. Because if I have this conversation, there's a chance that we could break up. Well, that's the whole point. Sometimes, and this is, this is why I love mindfulness. You know, in that specific example, I'm going to pop here for a second. This is not a whole podcast on breaking up or relationships today necessarily, but I think that that's an important note that sometimes we don't even want to have a conversation with someone because we're afraid of the of the confrontation. I don't want to confront the problem. That's too uncomfortable. And I want to invite you to confrontation and let you know that it's maybe not a bad thing because maybe that's what's getting in your way. And so, again, when we're trying to overcome this comfortable discomfort, first thing is mindfulness, awareness without judgment. We're not going to judge ourselves. But then invite that in. Maybe you notice, you know, I'm not bringing this up because I'm afraid that this discussion could break up my relationship. Wow, that's a heavy thought. That's a big thought. That's a true, that's an honest thought. Sit with it for a second. Don't run away from it because it's normally what will happen then afterwards. When I'm working with clients is... Ooh, that's a scary, heavy thought. And I don't want to think that because it doesn't feel good to think that thought. It's okay. 
mindfulness, awareness without judgment, we're going to allow for all the emotions and all the thoughts that come along with it. And then from that place, one of the things I'm inviting friends or all my clients to look at when we're setting goals and when we're trying to make shifts in our life, you notice, okay, I'm in comfortable discomfort and I want to make a change. Always do this check-in if it serves you. Are you operating out of right and wrong? There's a right way to be in a relationship. There's a right way to earn money. There's a right way to do this job. There's a right way to do this. There's a right way to lose weight. There's a wrong way to lose weight. There's a wrong way to lose money. And I don't want to do it the wrong way. I have to make sure I do it the right way. Check in and see if this serves you. There's no such thing as right or wrong. There's what's most authentic and in alignment for you, your lifestyle, your goals, and your family. Because often when we go to goal set, my personal example is when I went in, so I, I coach weight loss and for WW, I also coach in my own practice. But when I was in my own weight loss journey, I thought that I needed to lose weight by running at 6 a.m. every morning. That's how all the people in the world lost weight. If you were going to lose weight, you have to run at 6 a.m. every morning. That really, truly, that was what my brain told me it was the right way to lose weight. One must wake up at 6 a.m. and run how all the people in all of the world have always lost weight. <laughs> I really convinced myself of that. And so operating out of right and wrong, I told myself that's the way I needed to lose weight. Right? And then what would happen? I'd get up. Maybe I would set my alarm for 6 a.m. I would get up and I'd be like, nope, <laughs> not happening. Because operating out of right or wrong, I told myself that was the right way, but it wasn't authentic to me. So again, get out of right or wrong, get into what's authentic to you. Because as I was staying in that place of I have to run, I was also not running. Comfortable discomfort. I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. Didn't run, didn't run, didn't run. Kept getting the same result of not losing the weight because I wasn't moving my body, period. Because I assumed that was the right way to do it. So bring in that awareness. And so how did I change that? I made it doable for me. Set yourself up for success, my friends. What is a doable goal that you can do? What is something that is tangible for you? At that time, I then switched it to Zumba because I like Zumba. I like to dance. And I didn't have to do it at 6 a.m. in the morning. Right? And so that got me out of that comfortable discomfort. What's your objective? Go to the heart of your objective. The heart of my objective was I needed to move my body, which would then help me to lose weight. And so I said, okay, what are some other ways I can move my body? right? Make it doable. Maybe you're the friend that, let's go to the side hustle example, and the wall you keep running into is, I'm not, I want to make more money, I want to make more money, but you keep trying to sell the same things and do the same things. Bring it home to you. Get out of right or wrong. Your brain says, I have to sell an ebook or I have to do a course. It's the right way to, to make money. Get out of right or wrong. What would feel good for you? What would feel good? What, what might be a fun way for you to earn more money? Right. Bring it home to you and make it fun. So that first point, again, is mindfulness, awareness without judgment. Just notice the actions you're taking. Notice the thoughts you're thinking. Notice the way it's impacting your life without judgment. Second thing, get out of that right or wrong mentality. Step back into what's authentic and in alignment for me, my lifestyle, my family or my goals. And then the last one, when we're talking about comfortable discomfort, getting out of it is one of the pillars from my lifestyle design mastermind. I'm now turning it also into a course. Um, and again, I don't want you, anybody to hear that and be like, oh, that's the way I need to make money. Now, if it speaks to you, great, fantastic. If you hear that and you get expansive and it excites you, go for it. If you hear that and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that, but that's the only way I can make money, then that doesn't that doesn't work for you. Don't force yourself, right? Take what sticks to you and leave the rest. So the last one is get clear and concise. And again, this is, uh, I took it from the lifestyle design 
from my pillars, get clear and concise. This is why New Year's resolutions don't work because people say big things and they don't get clear and concise. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get married. I'm going to whatever. Get a new job. Great. Fantastic headline. What are the details, though? What if somebody handed you a book and it was just a title? It's not a book. (laughs) It's just a title. (laughs) It's not a book. You need context for it to be a book. So let's give ourselves context. When you say I'm going to lose weight, what are your ideas around losing weight? And again, check in for when your brain wants to go to that right or wrong. What would be doable? What would be authentic? Start there. Right? Meet yourself where you are. What are the baby steps? What are the things? So going back to my exercise example, okay, once I got out of right or wrong, I found Zumba. Then what were all the steps that I needed in order to make sure I got to a Zumba class? I had to figure out if my college offered Zumba classes. They did at the rec center. Okay, great. Now what times do they offer them that work with my schedule that don't conflict with my classes? Great. Now I schedule it. Then I didn't have a car. Well, I had a car for maybe the last year. that I was in college. I did not have a car for most of the time that I was in college. So then I had to figure out whether I was taking the bus, if I was walking to campus, depending on where I was living at the time. Break it down. And notice if this is something that's new for you, your brain might be resistant to sitting down and doing this work. I don't have time for this. Yes, you do. Because what's going to happen if you don't set yourself up for success is you're going to continue to be in comfortable discomfort. If you don't take the steps, you're going to keep going through the hamster wheel. That's why I think 90% of the people that listen to this podcast listen to the podcast. They're tired. You don't want You're either don't want to be in the hamster wheel or you're tired of being in the hamster wheel. You want to be a person that's conscious and stays proactive with their life or you've, you're sick of being reactive. So set yourself up for success in a way that's authentic, in a way that's doable, in a way that feels good for you and your goals. Notice, 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 without judgment, my friend, if you are caught in that comfortable discomfort. Nothing is wrong with that. Don't shame yourself. Don't should all over yourself. You should this. You should have been doing that. That does not serve you. You're starting from right now and today. Perfect. There's no such thing as behind. No such thing as behind. So if you're listening to this podcast, like I said, and you enjoy this topic, I have a video on this on Instagram. If you're like, what do I do? Go and listen to this again and follow the steps. Start with mindfulness, awareness without judgment. And of course, y'all, I'm a coach. I love to coach. Come and sign up for a discovery call. Come and sign up to coach with me. You can email me, hello at nandicamille.com, where I can help you with this. I can help you look at your brain. I can help you organize your thoughts. I can help it go from a plate of squiggly spaghetti to like lining it out, right? And understanding, oh, this thought is creating this feeling, which is then creating this result in my life. That's what I love to do. Come hang out with me on the socials at nandi.camille. I'm so excited to be back, my friends. I cannot wait to see you or hear you. I guess I'm not going to see you or hear. I cannot wait to broadcast to you (laughs) for the next one. Y'all, y'all, I just want to keep talking and talking because I love this. I'm so happy to be back. Come and join me at nandicamille.com if you want to learn just more about what I do, join the email list, learn more about lifestyle design, all the things. If not, if you enjoy this podcast, I'll see you at the next one or you'll hear me at the next one, whichever way you want to phrase it. Take care of yourselves, friends. I'll see you next time.